Good afternoon, and welcome to the Business Leadership Podcast Live. It is Wednesday, the 7th of November, 2018. This is episode number 53, and thank you for, for joining us. I am Edwin Frondozo. The Business Leadership Podcast Live is a, a live call-in radio show where I speak to business leaders, subject matter experts, and thought leaders to discuss latest innovations, current events, or best practices that will help you personally and professionally grow. This episode is brought to you by Slingshot VoIP, a leader in business voice AI technologies that help companies understand what the customers are saying when they are calling in. Again, thank you for joining. Happy Hump Day, wherever you're tuning in. Um, I'm really excited to introduce my co-host today. It's a friend of mine. Uh, his name is Prince Khan. He is he works for the Brampton Entrepreneur Center. He's a business advisor and also an entrepreneur. He's got a side hustle providing bookkeeping services. And today what we thought would be a good topic is, is to talk about confidence. Whether you're an entrepreneur, an emerging business leader, um, confidence allows you to to really grow or get 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 to things uh, get to places or speak to people or even you know do public speaking. So we thought we'd be a good idea to talk about strategies for for building confidence. If you are joining us live today, we'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, feel free to put it into the browser directly, and we will direct uh, we will answer it in real time. Um, if you do have any stories, any strategies when it comes to building confidence or or personal stories, we'd love you to join us live. Just let us know in the browser. Hit hit the button as well, and we'd be happy to have you. Prince, welcome. How are you? Yes, how are you doing? How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You know what, Prince? I don't know about you, up in Brampton yeah. right now. It's uh, this week is. It's feels to me like a super long week man so i'm i'm really happy to have yeah. it. i'm really happy to have this conversation but but we are over the 50% mark of the of the week of course of course <laughs> happy hump day yeah no for sure <laughs> for sure you know what why don't we just get into it cuz i'm really excited about this this is something i talk about yeah. um with many people when it comes to confidence and and things that i try to share as well with on my channels as well so let's Great. just let me get your thoughts, Prince, like from you personally, like what do you think, why do you think it's really important to, of, to have confidence? Well, Edwin, um, we live in a world where society really judges us on based on communication and I guess the way we appear to one another. Um, the main foundation is really confidence. Um, the way you really, uh, you know, approach, you know, act, speak, and you deliver yourself as a human to another human, um, it really showcases that, hey, is this person the type of person I want to get to know? Or even in a job interview, for example, if this is the type of person that would be able to actually lead uh, the role that we're looking to hire. So there's a lot of good reasons behind it. So in my world as a business advisor, obviously there's entrepreneurship and um, a lot of people want to be entrepreneurs. Uh, the one thing I do know when I speak to clients is, a, do they have the confidence in their idea? And do they sound like they know what they're really doing? And are they really able to implement something like that? In reality, you know what? Confidence can either make or break you. Uh, I'll give you an example where um, in, in university, I was applying for this case competition. Mm -hmm. And it was an international competition where um, only four students out of the entire university got selected to be on the team. 
So I applied the first year, uh, or it was my, it was my third year actually. Um, and what happened was I was put on a team with random individuals and we did a pre-screening sort of presentation. And I worked with them for a couple of weeks, I analyzed a case, put together a presentation, presented it to the uh, vice provost of the university as well as a couple of other leaders in the school. And when it came down to the question and answer, um, I totally blanked. And it's because I didn't have confidence in what I was really saying. So when I blanked, they automatically assumed that I wouldn't be fit for this competition. So I ended up not getting on the team, but my teammates uh, ended up getting on the team. So it ended up being a really shock to me. Yeah, so uh, let me ask you, Prince, in that particular situation, first off, thank you for sharing that. Um, no worries. Do you think the confidence or the lack of confidence in that particular situation was preparation or the topic? Actually, it wasn't either. It was more of, um, you know, my self-doubt because when you, as a human being, and depending on the type of uh, human being you are, if you're an introvert, for example, like I am, uh, I tend to get nervous, I get anxiety, I, and I just don't think I'm good enough. And that's what we as humans feel is that we're just not good enough at times. And that's why we always want to get better. So that was the main reason why I, you know, didn't get on that team in that year. So leading up to the following year, you know what, I was like, I'm going to try it again. So mm -hmm. we got a brand new team. Um, I was put together with another four fantastic individuals. And I led that team again. And this time I got on. And it was because I learned from my mistake the first time. So one thing about confidence is it's it's organic. It doesn't just happen. You have to keep pushing and keep pushing and keep trying. And eventually you get to the point where you are confident in what you're doing and what you're saying, and ultimately um, making you a better person. Well, that, 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 that's a really important thing. There was a couple of things that you mentioned. I, I sort of want to bring it together for, for the listeners out there, whether they're an entrepreneur or not. Um, you know, in the position that you hold at your, at your current role, you, you see, I, 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 can, I can only imagine, Prince, that you're talking to entrepreneurs from every week of life, mm -hmm. whether they have, whether their age, you know, the age spreads or the experience or whatnot. Right. Um, you know, can you identify with some of them being an introvert? Some of them really are really introverted. And maybe right. what, what what do you tell them? Like, do you say, like, how are you going to sell that? Like, like, how do you, how do you right. relate to them? And how do you get them getting out there to build that confidence? Well, I've probably consulted over a thousand uh, Ramtonians in the past three, four years. And the one thing I tell them is if you really want to run your own business, you have to get out of your bubble. It's, mm -hmm. Essentially, the the one skill that you really need is, you know, being able to communicate with other humans, uh, being able to showcase that you have the capability to do the work and just having that confidence that, hey, you know what, I trust this person. So I'll tell them it's it's a work in progress. You have to go to networking events. You have to meet people face to face. It can't just be all online. You have to actually talk to them and create conversations. And what I tell them is, you know what, don't go in, into a conversation just as somebody who's going to receive information. Like, for example, admin, if I asked you a question and then all you're doing is you're talking the entire way, um, I tell them to have more of a dialogue. So have a dialogue, try to think about what are they going to say next or what are they saying right now and how can I ask them a question about that? Because the more you get to know about a person, the more comfortable they feel. And you end up uh, 
as an individual that's listening, you end up feeling that, hey, this person actually cares about telling me this information, so they probably like me a lot more. And it's true. We love to talk about ourselves. And people who listen to us, you know, we tend to, you know, gravitate towards them. No, 100%. No, I, uh, I I always share these tips uh, for people who ask my advice about networking and how to build authentic wow. relationships. I always tell them, listen, and, and it's an ad, it's an old it's an old saying, but you know you're given two years, twice <laughs> as many features than talking. So definitely listen and and be that person at a networking event. And I know uh, I was there at the Brampton Mastermind a couple of months ago, right? Yeah. I always mm. say, be that person who just listens and don't even talk about yourself right exactly. until until someone says oh Edwin man so what do you do you know <laughs> but, but by the time they ask you that they already like you because you were just sitting there listening so exactly <laughs> it's, it's 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 amazing um if you are just joining us live what we're talking about is uh what's up Kristen thank you for joining from Toronto what we're talking about is building strategies of for your confidence uh, specifically at this point we are talking about introverted people how to you know break out of your shell so if you have any questions regarding any specific examples of of, of building your confidence love to hear from you um Prince so you know as we talk about confidence what do you mm -hmm. think about how a low confidence can impact your overall health and, and self-esteem? That's a very good question. Um, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people feel what I feel overall. Um, I mean, personally speaking, I go through spells of depression all the time and anxiety and fear. And although I sound very confident when I say things sometimes, I internally, I don't feel as confident. And it's only because I've just grown up that way. Like going back to, uh, you know, when I was a kid or, you know, in elementary school, middle school, I never used to speak in class. So I was a, that kid that was always mute, didn't say any, a word, never raised their hand, never wanted to get involved. The one time that um, I had to kind of change my mentality was when I took a drama class in grade nine. And honestly, uh, Edwin, that drama class changed my entire life. I remember the first day we were sitting in a circle and the teacher asked us to read a script um, that was just in front of us and everybody took turns reading it one by one. So when it came to my turn and I started reading it, you have no idea. I turned pitch red. I could feel myself sweating and people were laughing. It was just a very embarrassing sort of situation. It's just because when you grow up in a certain way, you have a tendency to kind of follow that path and not really expect anything beyond what you've already experienced. And that's the type of person I was back then. But since then, what I've done is I've tried to do a lot more presentations at the city of Brampton, um, a lot more presentations with my clients and wherever I go, and I just get more actively involved. So this has helped me do some keynote presentations where I talk about self-confidence and branding. And I've also um, done a podcast with RBC, which was huge for me because this was played all over Canada. And I talked about, you know, how to start a small business. Another situation where, you know, you're just uh, somebody who's just lacks self-confidence, but you're like, hey, you know what? An opportunity just come, came by my way. Let me just take an opportunity and just utilize it. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I, I totally uh, appreciate that. And, you know, as you were talking, Prince, I was just remembering mm -hmm. one of the, I was really young and I remember freezing when I was yeah. 
two times when a when I had right. my first like piano recital. I remember right. I, I, I think I came into it, but my memory mm. is very selective. So all I remember was sitting in front of a, the piano with the audience there, right. and mm -hmm. I was totally frozen. It was, it was. It's not I the guess, best feeling. I, I guess it could be a traumatic one because I still feel myself, and I remember that my instructor, my teacher mm -hmm. at the time, because would actually came and stand beside mm -hmm. me because I think I was super nervous. And if you were to meet me today in real life, you would never think that I would freeze. And then I remember my first public speaking role opportunity in like grade school, like maybe it's grade seven or eight. I totally froze out too. It was, it was, uh, it's pretty embarrassing, but you get over it. But you know what? Actually, so that it, it's funny though. Now that I say this out loud, mm -hmm. I think after one of that one in grade school, I didn't do public speaking for a long time. Right. So that being said, um, when you think of confidence yourself, who do you really look up to or as a kid or even today? Uh, who's kind of inspired you to start your own business and even doing your own podcast? Like, I'm curious. Oh, man. Loaded question. I mean, first off, I mean, when it came to <laughs> when it came to entrepreneurship, I always I, I within my family, I mean, we're a family. Right. My parents are immigrants. My father was an entrepreneur, really solopreneur, mm -hmm. doing consulting. So that was only really my, you know, my role model into entrepreneurship. But I never had mentors or I never, when I was going through school, I was more, I was that kid that, that just wanted to, I guess, quote unquote, try to be popular or, or hang out with everyone. And it's probably how I ended up with the podcast and stuff. But I've met amazing, ever since being an entrepreneur, I've met amazing and inspirational entrepreneurs that, you know, are doing good work or helping or just doing things that do that. And, and I, I find inspiration through that. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a loaded question, actually. I should, uh, I should have a better answer, I feel. No, no, no. I think that's, uh, that's a fair statement. Um, for me, it was personally... Uh, you know, when I used to watch cartoons when I was a kid or uh, even TV shows, my favorite one was Boy Meets World. I don't know if you ever watched that show when you were young. Yeah, but, I remember uh, it. You remember Mr. Feeney? He was uh, quite the role model. And whenever I used to see him uh, kind of just give advice to Corey and all the other kids, yeah, he was sort of like my role model. And I really wanted to be like him when I grew up. And um, I'm on the way right now where I'm actually mentoring and training students on a a regular basis and doing presentations to teach them on how to improve their, their self-esteem and confidence. That's you had, you had some good role models. I think my role models when I was young was like fresh Prince of Bel-Air and, and like <laughs> and Bart Simpson. Like it's like, it was the, oh, wrong, the troublemakers. Yeah. To, total wrong. <laughs> I mean, you've met me in real life, so you probably could relate. You probably know that it probably comes out, but, uh, but it obviously, <laughs> it obviously changed as I grew older because, right. You know, I, I hit that role. I, I hit their platform when I was young already. I was like, oh, I think I, I think I'm I think I'm the Fresh Prince now. <laughs> but yeah, now, I mean, yeah. he's, he's totally bigger now. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, that, inspiration comes everywhere for me, and it's not only with entrepreneurs. I, I mean, I, I go. I live downtown Toronto. Um, for right. those who are, who are not in Toronto, there's the art gallery is actually right around the corner for me. So sometimes I do walks into the art gallery and just just really get inspired yeah. and and really really think about that type of stuff. So. Uh, yeah, it's uh, you're making me think about it. I like it, Prince. I like it. I like the questions that you're you're bringing up to me. Um, if you're, you're just doing, 
Yeah, if you're just joining us live, we're talking about confidence, you know, um, strategies or, who, you know, what helped us build our confidence to who we are and, you know, who we looked up to. Love to hear from you. You know, who's, who are some of your role models? Whether you're listening live or on the replay, just just let us know. Obviously, Prince and I could would get back to you. Um, I guess... You know, th- this is a great con- conversation, and there's a lot of tips for me in terms of. Uh, I just, I just wanted to quickly note for those listening out there, um, especially the story where I was really scared of public speaking for a long time, and becoming an entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur 13 years now, but I really, I was really good, excellent yeah. at one-to-one conversations. I like I. You know, I could relate to people. People related to me. I was good. I could get to the next level. I could next step. But getting in front of one, I always, there was a point where I'm like, I think for me to be more effective, I get to become better at public speaking. So how do you get better at anything, Prince? You just got to keep doing it. So I joined joined a Toastmasters group. And I went gung-ho. For those who who never heard of Toastmasters, it's basically, (laughs) it's probably the most cost-effective personal development program in the world but what you what you put in it is what you get out of it so i think the first six months i i did like a speech every month like i wrote Mm -hmm. it did it i just kept going and then i joined leadership roles so i was speaking every like my goal was to go to a meeting and be in a speaking role every week so and just kept doing that and then i remember before the podcast and before all this video became very popular, like on LinkedIn, Prince, I know you're, you're strong in LinkedIn and you know how people are like sharing their video stories. I sort of did the same thing about three years ago. I was doing a daily, I was doing a daily diary twice a week or three times. And I would basically two minutes of saying, Hey, this is my, this is my story. This is what I'm doing today. I had this, that, and I would just put it out on YouTube and I did a hundred of those Prince. No one, I I don't know if I shared this at the I don't know if I shared this on my Brampton map, but that also got me out of, you know, helping me build confidence and not worry about how I say things properly or perfectly, just be me. And then the podcast came. So always being, putting myself in a speaking uh, role helped me build yeah. this, this confidence. That's very interesting that you say that because um, from what I've been told by people, you know, even just using LinkedIn as a platform to just make some video blogging. Um, it makes a huge difference in your brand and uh, can really help you if you know if you don't have any presentations that are up and coming. At least you can start by, you know, just recording some videos of yourself talking about a specific topic, right? So, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm so bad though. I'm like, I see what people do on, on LinkedIn, Prince, and I'm like, man, right. that's a good production. I'm the type of person who just one take. My hair is all over the place. Who cares? Supposed to, like, I gotten to that point now where I don't. I'm okay with it. Um, but right. I think that could be been, you know, that confidence building, you know, just keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing, putting in those situations. And, you know, if I listen to my first podcast episode, or even if I l- listen to my first digital diary, I was right. awkward. I was very self-conscious. I was really, you know, I need the yeah. script or I need something to, you know, it's, it's very interesting. Um, I wanted to ask you, I was thinking about this as you were talking earlier, and this is totally, yeah. You know, it could be a tangent. I was I was speaking to someone recently, uh, entrepreneur, mm-hmm. pretty successful, and they were like, you know, Edwin, I, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm like I'm like, yeah, I get that, but I bet you you have the confidence that you could figure it out. So, you know, how you were saying that sometimes 
the entrepreneur doesn't have the confidence of what they know or what they're doing or, right. or they don't know their product. But after years, right. I realize, yeah, maybe you don't know what you're doing, but you have the confidence to say, you know what, I could do it and I'll figure it out. Well, what do you think about that? Right. Yeah, you know what, if you don't have the ability to do it yourself, that's when you bring on a team. Right. It's uh, a team's going to help you engage a lot more. They're going to ask the right questions. They're going to make you think uh, a lot more about what you're doing. And it's going to help you brainstorm. Right. Like, for example, for me, when I started my business, um, I knew I would be busy, you know, because I work full time. Um, but I needed to start a business because I wanted to know exactly what, you know, my clients go through. So I partnered up with my friend and we bounce ideas all the time. So if you are in a situation where you, you have the confidence to do it, or if you don't have the confidence to do it, sometimes it helps just to bring on a team member or somebody who can actually assist you, right? It, it, it'll help you. No, that's a great, that's a great point. And uh, definitely understanding what your strengths are, right? Um, yeah. In any partnership, right? Um, it's, exactly. it's, it's uh, I know for some entrepreneurs, and I'm sure you've seen this, within your community, Prince, you know, you'll see that it doesn't have to necessarily be that quote unquote young entrepreneur, but the person who thinks they could do everything. Um, and it, it might take them a while to figure out, okay, maybe I can't do everything. Um, especially when you're advising them, like, yeah, how do you tell them? Okay. You're probably not as good at, at what you think you are. Right. So especially yeah. being that trusted advisor, right? Yeah. So I put them in situations where I really test their abilities. I give them a lot of homework. I am a certified growth real advisor, and it's basically a set number of activities that I assign them and go, here, if you can do this homework and you can do the homework that I'm going to follow up with this, then I'll see where you go from there. But sometimes having too much confidence is not good as well. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you should just have enough to, you know, be humble. Sometimes people get too confident and they get cocky. That's not the level you ever want to get to because – when you get too cocky, people don't want to do business with you. And uh, that's what I tell these clients. I'm like, listen, your idea may be great, but if you're too cocky about it, unfortunately, you're not going to be able to secure any good clients. You just have to be straight with them, right? No, 100%, 100%. If you're just joining us live, we've got a couple more minutes left. Uh, be sure to just drop the question when it, or, or comment um, in, the, in, the, in the section below. Love to hear from you. Um, if you're listening to this on the replay, feel free to reach out to me. Or Prince, if you have any questions uh, regarding anything that we're talking about today, um, Prince, I guess, I guess I'd love to get some final thoughts from you when we're talking about some strategies and confidence for for the listeners who are for the, for the emerging business leaders who are listening today. Right. So, I have five that I've personally used for myself. Um, the number one key thing is have somebody by your side that's going to push you beyond your limits, be it your business partner or, you know, your wife or your husband. For me, it's mainly my wife who pushes me to be the best I can be. She's accommodating, she understands, and she's with me. And when you have somebody that's pushing for you and advocating for you, it just helps you so much more with your confidence and really being able to better yourself. The next thing is really practice. Like I didn't get where I am today by just sitting around and doing absolutely nothing. You have no idea how many hours of practice I've put into uh, being able to develop my speech. Five years ago, if you were talking to me over the phone in person, I would have a stuttering issue. But today I'm controlling that stuttering issue and I'm getting a lot better. But it took a lot of practice and you just have to get in front of people and talk to them more often. 
The third thing I did was I took courses where presentations were mandatory because if you don't take presentations, uh, courses that have presentations that are mandatory, you're really just learning theory. And unless you're able to practically apply what you've learned and, and present it to someone, you'll never know if the information you presented is actually good. And number four is think before you speak. Mm-hmm. So don't over don't overthink, right? So don't start talking and then thinking and then start talking and then thinking. <laughs> think about what you're saying first and then talk. And the last thing I'm going to really point out is if you ever want to build strong relationships with uh, your customers or be it, you know, you want to really be out there and really be the pro networker that everybody dreams of being, there's a really good uh video uh, TED talk that I saw. It was from a guy named Christopher Bratt, and he talks about four fundamental principles of um, networking and really being able to engage with your audience. He talks about the know factor, getting to know the client or the person that you're talking to. So not just talking about yourself, but getting to know who they are as an individual, getting them to like you. How do you do that? Well, you have to build dialogue. You have to make sure that they're the center of the attention. Get them to build trust. So if they trust you, they're obviously going to want to do business with you or they're going to want to hear further from you. So you do that through, you know, building relationship with them by saying, hey, let's go out for a coffee or, hey, you know what? I found this great client that may be of use to you. I, you know, I'd encourage you to reach out to them. And once you build that trust, they're going to eventually either buy from you or send you referrals. So it, when it comes to these four fundamental principles, if you can really accurately portray them, you're able to build a strong foundation for yourself. And, you know, presentations and things like that will just come easy because if you think about a presentation, your audience has to get to know you. They have to get to like you. They have to get to trust you. And the last fundamental piece is buying. Are they going to buy what you've just said? So those are my key takeaways for today. What do you think? I love it. I, I mean, I don't know what else I could add to that stuff, Prince. Uh, you, you definitely, uh, you, you hit it in terms of not only from the entrepreneurship sense, but but just just doing anything and, and building that confidence. I guess the, 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 my only thing that I maybe could add, <laughs> I'm, I'm, reach, I'm reaching now, Prince, um, right. is, is really being okay to start mm-hmm. and fail um, and, yeah. have the, and, and have the confidence to start again, right? Um, some people, um, especially through Startup Weekends, and I know you're part of a Startup Weekend in Brampton recently, you know, I've, I've been to many of those and people really find out after a startup weekend whether they're an entrepreneur or not. Um, and it's amazing. Right. So getting out there and maybe it took them three years to actually get to the point to pitch their idea. You know, be okay. It finally, it felt good to get it out there. So, yeah, yeah. My own, yeah, the only thing in terms of confidence, really, really try, fail, try again. And just keep building upon it all. And otherwise, I mean, otherwise, it's 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 just doing things, right? Mm-hmm. That's what life is, right? You got to try and fail, otherwise, you'll never learn. Exactly. But uh, I love this uh, this conversation, this topic, Prince. Um, definitely, probably look forward to. We should think about off air again. Is is what we could also bring back and have you mm-hmm. join us again in the near future. But can you tell us where we can find more information about you, um, Brampton Economics, anything else you'd love to share with us or even your business? Right. So um, I guess we'll start with the city side of things. You can find me at the Brampton Entrepreneur Center uh, on the city of Brampton's website. So if you go on there, you can find more information about me. 
Um, you can also find me on LinkedIn. It's Majestic Prince, similar to my Twitter name. I don't use, really use Twitter. I just got on today. Thanks, Edwin. Thanks, Dialog. Um, Thanks, Dialog. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm more active on LinkedIn. So if you're really uh, wanting to connect with me and really build a relationship with me and you know learn more about what I do, or if you want help with your self-confidence, reach out to me through LinkedIn. I connect with anyone who can send me a positive message and say, hey, you know what? I, I listened to your podcast or I saw you here. I would love to connect with you further. And maybe you can help me out. So LinkedIn, City of Brampton website, whatever you prefer, just let me know. Awesome. And for those listening and may not know where Brampton is, Brampton is actually a big city just north of the city of Toronto. <laughs> so you, if, you know, if you're listening from abroad, definitely come in to Toronto and drop in to say hi to Prince. Absolutely. <laughs> Prince, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for co-hosting today and, and joining us. My pleasure, Edmund. It was a great pleasure to be on here, and I hopefully was able to provide the audience with some key advice that they can take away from here. Yeah, well, you definitely provided it for me, so thank you. Not a problem. This was the Business Leadership Podcast Live. It's an almost daily show, so be sure to check us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If you haven't done so yet, please be sure to check out my podcast. It's called the Business Leadership Podcast, where I sit down with business leaders to discuss their personal journey and experience in business leadership. A new episode drops every Tuesday, and you can catch it on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. But that's a wrap, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Have a fantastic week. Edwin signing off.